My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, everybody always holds their breath as to where the cutoff is. Uh, did I make the top five? Did I not make the top five? Sometimes it takes, you know, five digits, you know, 10,000 or more a week to get in the top five. Sometimes it takes two or $3,000 to get in the top five. Uh, whatever the case may be, here's where the cutoff is. We have in fifth place, Adam Johnson on the Johnson team, 240 dials. Uh, he spoke to 22 people, booked 10 appointments, sat on eight, uh, got three apps, two referrals. All three were life apps for $4,575.60. Adam Johnson. Adam, are you there? I am. Hello, hello. Trying to get my technical set up. (laughs) Woo, thanks for having me on. Adam Johnson, I'm in West St. Paul, Minnesota which is just south of St. Paul, and uh, fired up to be here. Um, yeah, last week was kind of one of those weeks, man. I fought on the phone and, uh, and uh, didn't book as many as I'd like, but it ended up pulling out because, uh, you know, the clients I did help, um, you know, really, really needed it, and uh, the, the premiums were maybe a little bit higher than the average. I was fired up. Uh, one client in particular – he uh, is a caretaker for his brother. So his brother lives in the home with him. He takes care of him. And he was trying to coordinate with another brother to get the insurance set up. And as we were talking on the phone a couple times, it was kind of evident, like, this was never to get done. And I just, I just said, hey, I just let me come over. We'll go over the options because you don't even know how to coordinate it. So I get over there, and he said, yeah, yeah, my brother might pay something. And I, I just kind of shared a personal story. I said, hey. You know, we, we kind of have a similar situation with our family with my father-in-law. And we just decided to take out a policy on him just for something. So we did 10000 just so that whenever that time comes, we've got the 10000 If the funeral's higher than that, then the rest of the family can just kind of chip in what they chip in. But that way, we're not trying to organize anything. We just decided to take the payment ourselves, and that's what we do. And it was just kind of a conversation. And he said, yeah, that makes sense. Having a hard time tracking down my other brother, and um, and it really, you know, I think it just helped him get some closure on the whole situation and, and quit trying to get all these people involved. So um, it was just a matter of showing up and figuring out how I could help him and and sharing a personal story, and it ended up being, you know, a pretty good policy for about 177 a month. Um, and he was really excited and fired up that that he got it set up and and the policy issued. And he's got it. Hello? It helps if I turn on my mic. Yeah, I turned it off so I wouldn't interrupt you. Um, 
with my coughing or slurping of coffee. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so let me start that over again. Uh, <laughs> I'm always jotting down notes when I hear from the top five producers. And uh, I, I, a lot of times they, they end up getting stuck up here on, on this counter uh, that I do the presentation from every Tuesday morning. And, and you know, I, like, I like hearing what the top producers say. I like jotting down some notes. And here's where it's important to me because I then can share their story with a new agent coming on board. How Adam just said, he's, he shared the story. This is what he did. Um, I think that's important sharing stories that, that rarely are uh, selling is not telling. Telling is not selling. You've got to share stories, that third party verifier. And in his situation, hey, here's what happened. It was my father-in-law uh, and this is what we did for him. And I think that that's a, a really great way of um, getting somebody to trust you. Les Giblin in his book, Skill with People, says, rarely will people believe what you tell them directly, but they almost always believe what you uh, to use somebody else to, to, to prove your point. Uh, how long does this machine last? I don't know. My neighbor's had it for 10 years. Like that's, that's a way of selling that. And uh, Adam, that was a great example of, uh, of sharing that story. Now, here's the thing. If you're a brand new agent, you're like, I don't have that story. My father-in-law didn't have uh, that $10,000 policy. We didn't have that scenario with my father-in-law. What, what do I do now? I go, well, tell Adam's story. So you're in an appointment this week. This is why it's so important to be here on Tuesday mornings because you're hearing the stories. And now in the next week of production, you can say, you know what? That sounds really familiar to a story I just heard Tuesday morning at our weekly sales meeting. We had this guy up in West St. Paul, Minnesota. His father-in-law needed a little bit of insurance, 10000 yada, yada. Now you're into telling that story. Until you have your stories, use ours, right? It doesn't need to be a true story either. Don't get hung up and telling a true story. People say, you're lying to them? No, I'm making a point. Like the, uh, in the New Testament, the story of the, uh, the, 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 um, uh, the son that came back, the wayward son that came back, that wasn't a true story. Jesus made that up. You know, and it's like, really? Yeah, parables are stories to prove a point. They're not necessarily true stories. And so uh, you can use the true story you just heard on Tuesday morning. You can use a true story that happened in your life, or you can just frankly make up a story of how this could play out for a family like yours. Does that make sense? Not lying, but uh, using a story like that to prove a point. Um, Adam, anything else to add? Uh, yeah, I, I just think, uh, man, I am fired up for this trip coming up. And I was kind of reflecting back on all these trips that we take together, Fitz. And it's just, it's been a life-changing experience being a part of this group. I mean, we're traveling all over places in the world I never thought I'd see. Like, I, I you know, see these things in a book. Like, I never really thought that I'd see the Eiffel Tower. Maybe. Maybe someday, but I didn't think I'd see the Roman Coliseum and the Eiffel Tower and Hawaii. Uh, you know, maybe I'd see one of these things. And, man, year after year after year, we just get to keep going all over and traveling together. And it's just – it's been an eye-opener. There's a whole world out there that I just never dreamed that we'd see, that I'd see personally. And, I, man, it's just – I'm fired up to, to do it with you mm. and to do it with, with uh, kind of our road dogs and, and the people that we've been fighting for and fighting with all year long. And uh, I just love being a part of this team and just so grateful and just so honored that I get to share the company we do. So I'm looking forward to seeing all you guys on Monday in, uh, in Paris and I'll see you there. Right on. That's excellent, Adam. Well said. <laughs> it does become so much more than just covering people with life insurance. And, and frankly, you know, I think if it doesn't become more than that for you, that it, it's kind of a short term deal, uh, no matter where you are, it's got to be moved past the transactional and watching Adam just then and him telling that story, I immediately went to road to Hana last year when we were at the extension trip in Hawaii and we did the road to Hana the, with the Alamans and Johnsons. I just think, 
how much fun we had and we got to know each other a little better. Some people we got to know a lot better. Uh, we have inside jokes that only the six of us know. And like I just said it, I guarantee you, those other five, Heather, you saw Heather laugh. Those other five people just laughed because we all know the story I'm talking about, but nobody else does. And that's, I kind of like that. I like having those inside stories. And I, I think back before that, when we were, um, uh, we went to uh, Italy and, and I mean, when, and did the whole cruise around the Mediterranean and just all the, we, I mean, we said earlier, fantastico, that came from a trip where our tour guide was at the Amalfi Coast was saying fantastico. And oh my God. Yeah, you know, just stuff that he said, like everybody who was there remembers that. That's, it's beyond seeing the Amalfi Coast, which is amazing. It's beyond seeing uh, uh, Pompeii and Vesuvius. It's the memories of those relationships that were there. And uh, Adam, thanks for reminding us of that. It's a, it's a really good point. The, the, the brothel we saw, not visited, we should say we saw a brothel in Pompeii. It had been covered uh, in ash. <clears throat> All right, number four right here in the room with us this morning. Grace McGill on the McGill team, 90 dials, 12 contacts, eight appointments, five sits, five apps, four referrals, all five are life apps for $5,020. Grace McGill, everybody. <laughs> Howdy. Hey, I forgot what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> Tell us uh, who you are. I'm Grace McGill, Director Fitz. I live here in Dallas, Texas. I've been here 13 years. Holy moly. Yes. This month. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that Marty, you taught me was spend a little more time with people. You said that last time. And so I think I wasn't in such a hurry to get to the next place. And, you know, I did miss like, because I spent two hours with a family and it made me miss the next appointment. But, mm. you know, I got two, two apps sure. out of it. So that was a great tip that I got from Marty last week. Because normally you're in a hurry. You got five appointments and you got to get to the next one, get to the next one. And you know, like, well, if I miss it, I miss it, right? Yeah. So that was a good thing. And then the other thing that I hear every week is review people's policies. Mm. So I call a client, a brand new lead, and they said, oh, no, we bought a policy last week. I'm like, well, okay. Well, you know, let me come over. Let me review. Let's see what you got. And they were ecstatic because... Columbia Life was so much cheaper for the exact same thing that they had bought. So just because people tell you they bought something, go anyway. Yeah. Just go. Because you never know what, you, maybe they have the greatest thing in the world. We never know. But in this case, they did not. And we do have some of the very best products, some of the least expensive, cheap sounds horrible, least expensive products. So if you believe that, you will definitely go and sit with the client, even if they say, I already have a policy. Mm. So that's it. That's really good. There you go. We're going to learn her on that mic. Um, what a great point, Grace. Uh, tip from last week with Marty, slow down. Marty, I think, said that two weeks in a row. Uh, and she heard you say it last week. You know, you know what I mean? Like, that's why we can't get tired of saying that. She probably heard you two weeks ago as well. But she remembered it from last week and applied it this week and made two sales off of that. That's why you come on Tuesday mornings. Uh, or at least listen to this later if you're not catching it live. Reviewing policies, that's a big deal. And when you said that, uh, Grace, I went immediately in my head yesterday on a builder's call. Part of the, the teaching I did was uh, cha uh, challenging your excuses. 
you know, as, as far as raising your own leadership ability, increasing your, your leadership lid, making, making yourself a better a leader, one of the things you have to do is challenge your excuses. And often what we find in our life is the excuses that we're making, are really, we can twist that and turn it into reasons for doing, as opposed to excuses for not doing. For example, I can't come to that meeting because of my children, or I have to go to that meeting because of my children, uh, right? Like that's who I'm doing this for. So why would I use them as an excuse not to go? Grace, when you said review the policies, I immediately went in my head to so many agents over the years that have failed here, and, and, and it was just their perspective on things. They were looking for things to prove that this doesn't work. They were looking for things to prove that this doesn't work. Some agents get a lead like you got, and they said on the phone, I bought, and they go, Psh, person already bought. This lead's terrible, right? They were looking for it to be bad. They were, they were waiting for something to be imperfect about this opportunity so they could prove that it doesn't work. But Grace, on the other hand, who's been here 13 years, never made less than six figures in a year here, said, you know what? I'm going to come see you anyway to review your policies. She's not looking for a reason for it not to work. She's looking for a reason to be able to help them. She's looking for something to, to be able to help that person. Rather than saying, I can't help them, she's saying, I can. I just need the chance. And uh, it's, a, it's just a paradigm shift of how you view it. It's a big deal to pay attention to that. So uh, thank you, Grace, so much for that comment. <laughs> I just saw a chat. Cool. All right. So moving right along. Third place. It says Fitz team, but it's soon to be saying the Fonz team. Uh, Robert Barnard on the Alfonso Gallegos team, 67 dials, eight contacts, three appointments, three sits, four apps, two referrals. All four were live apps for $6,671.64. Robert Barnard, everybody. <laughs> I'm assuming you can hear me. Can you see me also? I hear you and see you, good sir. How are you oh, this morning? God. Oh, man, I'm so sorry you can see me. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> we'll get by. Um, had, had, I had a good week. Um, it's kind of rewarding to see my name up there close to the top. Um, I've only been doing this two months right. and uh, finally hit the good week. Um, I didn't really have a lot of dials a lot of contacts, a lot of appointments, but the appointments I had took a long time. And just like it was said earlier, one of my bad habits is I spend a lot of time in a warm-up. I want to really get to know the client. I want to know what their real needs are. I want to know their family. And uh, sometimes I can have a warm-up that'll take 35, 40 minutes. And as it was said earlier, sometimes it'll goof up the next appointment. So I really only schedule three appointments a day with the prospect of maybe filling another one in real quickly it, it usually works pretty good. Um, and in this particular week, I, I had a, I had one big case at a $2.35 million life insurance policy. And again, it was, uh, sometimes you just get lucky and you walk into something that's just perfect. Uh, the fella had, uh, has 42 semi trucks, big trucking company. And, uh, Many, many years ago, long before I got into financial services, uh, I drove a semi for a couple of years, still have my CDL. It's always my backup. You never know. <laughs> and uh, so we sat and talked. We sat and talked trucks for like 35 minutes, 40 minutes. We talked, uh, you know, the loads. Uh, it just happened to work out real well. And uh, the other two uh, um, appointments I had, one was a husband and wife. They're pastors in a little church in Roswell. They... Uh, 
uh, his dad was a, a client of mine for many years. It was a natural that they would come to me for insurance needs. Probably going to do a couple of more policies for that church. And then uh, the, the last one was just a little old lady here in town, you know, bought the lead, went and saw her, and we just sort of hit it off. But, the, but for me, the big part is, is that warm-up. You've got to have that warm-up. You've got to know who you're talking to. You just can't go in and, and, and plop down a, a couple of figures. I've always believed that the client is not buying the insurance company. They're buying me. They're buying what I have to offer them. They're going to trust me. It doesn't matter what insurance company. And I've asked them before, hey, have you ever heard of Mutual of Omaha? Oh, most people have. Have you ever heard of Forrester's? A few people. Have you ever heard of Columbian Financial? No, but they <laughs> still buy Columbian Financial and they're buying it because they, they got to know me in the warm-up. And uh, that's about all I got to pass on, other than the fact that I'm still struggling to uh, bury old habits from the way I used to do business. Uh, what we're doing here is... Uh, so much different than what I've done before. It is essentially a one-call close, which I've never done before as I've come out of the financial planning world, where it may take four or five visits before you actually uh, engage in, in, in uh, contractual uh, dealings. And, uh, and, and so I, I'm still trying, and, and in the eight or nine weeks that I've been doing this, I'm still trying to get the old brain, as I'm 66 years old, I'm trying to get the old brain to think that, hey, let's get the life insurance taken care of today. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Got it take, taken care of today. And then uh, any other issues that may need to be uh, worked with, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll work on that a, a later date. That's about what I got to offer. That's good. That's really good. <laughs> the chats out there say that uh, you look like a real cowboy. You got the cowboy hats behind you. And uh, what they don't know is you, you really are a real cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's um, what we do on the weekends move cows right on so uh i love I, I wrote down get to know the client uh was a note i took down get to know them uh and and when you said that i mean it's funny how things trigger in your mind but when, when robert was saying get to know the client i went to my mind way back when heather i don't know if you remember this but we went to toyota of irving to buy a car once upon a time and the salesman did not get to know us at all and was trying to sell to me the whole time, even though I told him this is her car, not mine, kept trying to sell to me. And at the end of the night, when he's trying to close the deal, she's got the posture like this. And that ain't ever a buying signal. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think? I think we're going home. I think you just missed out on a sale. We're going to go somewhere else and buy. And we end up getting that Mitsubishi Gallant that we got that I convinced you look like a BMW. So um, <laughs> those are back in the days. But uh he didn't take that. That salesman didn't take the time to find out what we were looking for, what we needed the car for, why we would need this car over that car, or even who was going to be driving it. And so he ended up not selling because he did not take that time. So there's a great point, Robert, uh, in that. And I do believe that uh, you're 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 definitely learning the new tricks. Uh, and uh, what we sell, the most the the products that we sell are so basic. It is a one stop close. Uh, it is just that that's a really basic product. And a lot of times, if you're not closing that first appointment, you're just not going to close it because it's that simple of a product. But we do have the IULs and the annuities. And I know that Robert's really interested in those with his background. And that is more of a con consultative sale. It takes a little bit longer. Uh, there's a little bit more involved. And, uh, and that will serve you well, Robert. So I encourage you in learning the new tricks, man. Uh, you're doing well, my friend. Give him another hand, everybody. You know, and he has been, I think he's been in the top five once before. 
uh, maybe even his first week of production, Robert was in the top five. So not the first time in the top five, but uh, Heather's making a comment. Pull that up. I'm going to go ahead and call the next one. Um, Joe and Tawny Walker in second place on the Walker team. 80 dials, 22 contacts, 19 appointments, 11 sits, seven apps, six referrals. All seven were life apps for $9,945 in premium. Give a hand to Joe and Tawny Walker. Joe and Tony? Yo, what is up? It's world. <laughs> I hope our audio kind of comes through. It's a little warbly on your side from coming through us. So I hope that you hear us okay. You sound about 99.9% .9 perfect. Bing. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, what's up? We're Joe and Tony Walker. Uh, we're here in Seattle. We were hired by Dan Gillingham back in the day. We were, we've been here so long. We've been here since... The, de the dead seem to sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we... Um, <laughs> That's funny. Since the dead sea was sick. Gotcha. You just, you just got that. You just got that. That's good. Yeah, I did. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, I got it quicker. My mic was off. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm pumped. Uh, we, um, man, we're just privileged to be here what a what an outstanding team and an organization and, and a family and uh you know we just couldn't be more fired up about being here um we oui, we oui. we oui, oui. we're so fired up about going i'm gonna echo what adam said man i'm so fired up we're so fired up about going to with you and um going with so many of us on this trip and some familiar faces and we're missing out on seeing some people that we used to see in the but we know that we still have another opportunity with Alaska coming up. My kids are jonesing on Alaska. They're like, can we go too? And I'm like, oh, man, I'm trying to find a way to make that happen. But I want to throw this out there to the Fitz Group Nation. Um, we're going to pre-funk at the Walker's house for the Alaska cruise. That's right. So, um, and I kept on saying pre-funk. We might have to throw it down with the Afros in the 70s gear <laughs> for the pre-funk. And uh, we're gonna definitely throw down on some barbecue at the at the Walker House before the cruise. So well, my my seventies gear was a diaper, man. But anyway, listen, I want to give a big shout out to Tawny Walker this week because um, about two years ago, Michelle Allman turned me on to this book, um, Referrals of a Lifetime, and uh, and I read it. And I really dug it. And I was trying to find ways to apply it. And Tawny, being the student that she is, she picked up the book. And she really threw some hermeneutics on it, which is, you know, you observe a text, you interpret it, and then apply it. She, she found a way to apply uh, this referrals of a lifetime book. Um, and she combined what, what I, I feel like I'm good at with Index Universal Life policies. And in her ability to digest information and start applying it, and she said, we need to start doing uh, these parties at our house because we always feed people at the house feast friends and finances and so uh, once a month we've been inviting people over to cook for them we laugh for about an hour and then we present an IUL presentation right there on our whiteboard and um, we want to get appointments out of it so so far we've written um, just one, one, one so and then we've got we had another person come by the house yesterday to do a profile on and we're gonna finish writing that on Friday um, we've got another IUL that just got delivered. Um, just the day we're going to deliver that. 
Um, and then this last one that we just did on Friday, we've got, uh, we had another five, four or five couples here and we got three appointments out of that. So it's been, you know, so some of that premium that you're showing right there is one of those IULs that we wrote from that deal. And so um, we just think that it's amazing. It's a, it's a great opportunity to have people in our home and do what we're naturally good at, which is to feed people, host people at the house, um, have a good time, laugh, and then we just, we just talk about money. So that's where the name came from, Feasting Friends and Finances. So uh, we posted it on Facebook this last time, and then we had somebody DM us going, hey, we want, me and my fiance want to come out to one of those things. So they just keep filling up. It's awesome. And uh, the cool thing about the referral book is it talks about, you know, just, I mean, the thing that we love is a lot of our clients uh, don't have IULs, right? They're accidental clients or they're term clients. Um, but what's cool is that just saying, Hey, love to have you guys over. Thank you for being, just to say, thank you for being our clients. Um, and, and so having them come and just be a part of our, like, just see that we're a normal family, um, and ask them to be an advocate for us. That has been huge. And then when they hear about the IUL, they're like, it is, it's super compelling. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm excited good. about that. And a lot, you know, we got seven apps in this week. And one of the things I did learn, a big takeaway is that I figured, I found out this, you can always do something extra for your client. You know, you, um, when we talk about going the extra mile for our client, you know, some, a lot of these people that I wrote this week are people that I had to come back to or chase down or come back, and, you know, another time, you know, and it's, it was, um, and I find ways that I can always do something more. You know, one of these people, I, I sat in for the appointment and um, they seemed like an amazing client, you know, Hispanic brother and sister, both bilingual. And, uh, and it was, there was an opportunity to hire. So we have a hiring conversation. Um, a lot of these people that I talk to, you know, we're talking about term policies or, I, or uh, accidental death policies. And then they're really interested in these IULs. And so I like, the, you know, our triple F parties where I have a place to invite them to come to to talk about it a little bit more. Um, you know, a lot of these families want additional coverage. That's what I found out when I'm in these houses. They go, well, I think my parents need one or my husband needs one. And I can go back and go do that again. I think there's always something else you can do for it. You know, and I think I, I've got to, I, I want to do a better job at really kind of keeping my head on a, on a swivel. And then realizing places where I could actually completely totally serve the client. It's not about, I don't know, it, yeah, it's about, you know, bottom line, like you want to make extra money, but it's not even really about that. It's about how I actually find ways to serve this client thoroughly instead of just kind of coming in, just, you know, inking an application and then bouncing out, you know. Even getting referrals as a way to serve your client and do extra for your client because you're building, you know, trust with your client. You're taking a text picture you know, with your clients, spend an extra time, like Robert said, you know, extra time with the client, getting to know them, like Grace said, get to know them. There's always something extra you can do. So um, I love the fact that, you know, we've been able to do a little bit extra with opening up our home here. And uh, we'll see where it goes. We're committed to keeping on doing these. We have another one on March, uh, May 17th. And then another one that's already booked out, May 28th. June, June, 20th, June, June 28th. Yeah. You know, so people are already asking, you know, we're doing those things up already. So we're just trying to serve our clients a little bit better um, and do a, you know, a more thorough job going to actually out for them. So I don't know. It's a good week. Turned out good. 9,000. Not bad. So more to come. Yeah. Not bad at all. Give my hand, everybody.
I don't have a lot to add to that. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess a couple of months now, they've been doing these uh, IULs uh, seminars at their houses. I know that um, uh, Heather and I were brainstorming on some things the other day, and I'm committed to uh, starting some, do some IUL seminars, Grace, uh, here at the office. You know, it's the kind of thing where um, we, because I don't have clients. <laughs> we, I have friends, and you have clients, and that sort of stuff. We can bring people in here, maybe cater some food in uh, once a month and do a meeting here. Uh, but definitely had some great conversations with Joe and Tawny yesterday about the IULs uh, and the moving of that. That's not our bread and butter. Our bread and butter is the simple policies that we're advertising. However, uh, you get into people's homes and you start finding out how they're investing or how they're saving for retirement. And a lot of times you find that they aren't, but they need to be and nobody's ever instructed them how. Uh, and we're, we're dealing with Joe America and uh, just serving them. So great point uh, in uh, always doing something extra for the client. Well done, Joe. Thank you. Um, all right. Number one, right here in the room with us. We had two in the top five in Dallas. What? All right. Uh, Marty Doge on the Doge team, 84 dials, 16 contacts, 13 appointments, 10 sits, nine apps, 24 referrals. Uh, all nine were life apps, uh, for $17,091 and 36 cents. Give a big hand to Marty Doge. It's a party up in here. Yeah. Man, I just love listening to other Is that weird? Like, I've been listening to a lot of Craig Rochelle because I got behind. Oh, Marty Doge, my wife, Diane, and I are directing mm -hmm. Fitz and Heather. We've been here next month, nine years. I know wow. I just kind of jumped right into that. Um, but I just, I love sitting there taking notes and, and chatting with people um, about what's going on because I think something that we have here is very special. Mm. And you guys created it. So I want to say thank you for creating the atmosphere that we have here because it's very warm. It's very inviting. I like a lot of corporate. You may answer that. No, I'm just <laughs> a lot of corporate jobs I hear about talking to people. It's just, they, they're miserable. I don't have misery when I get into my car to drive an hour to come here. It's not what's on my mind. Mm. And so um, that's on you. That's on you too. So thank you. Um, but I'm going to echo what I've been saying for what a month now, three or four weeks. Um, I, I know that we hear and, and, and it's a good way to get your ball rolling is 20 appointments a week, 20 appointments a week. If you're full time, do the work, book the appointments. Um, but I've, I've been told over years, Marty, slow down and you've got to slow down. And that's involved in many different areas. You know, don't listen to respond because I'm, I'm too fast. So I just want to talk because I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> Most of the time I'm wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I mean, this week, one, one application out of that was because I just listened and it was, it was $12,000 in premium because I sat down with an, an older couple. They were 75 and 79 and they had a, it was a mortgage protection lead, 275,000. And so when I saw the lead, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be tough. <laughs> and I've been doing it for years, but I know the normal route I go is I go over there and show them the mortgage payment protection. I mean, it could be 50 bucks. It could be 400. It's up to them. Um, but I was just sitting with them. It was during the storms. Um, you know, I had a lightning strike a tree in my backyard the day, the night before I had, to, I was like, I, I got to go. Mm. Like I got appointments. Yeah. Um, my amazing wife uh, held down the, the home front for that. But it was in East Texas. So the storm was there. So I pull up to this and it's just, and I'm like, 
it's a, I got to have to hop over the curb river, you know, how it builds out about three feet. So I'm like, this is just starting all kinds of bad. Um, and I get in there and the first thing that she says is we have a lake house we're trying to sell. We can't do anything. I was like, that's okay. You told me that on the phone. And so we just got started, um, talking and they, I found out that they were paying, they had two life insurance policies on him. The, the whole scenario was if he dies, she's not good. If she dies, he's the financier. Um, 79 still working full time as an optometrist. 79 still working. And it's, you could tell it was not by choice. Um, but started going over their scenario, had a $100,000 policy that expired when he was 90 and had a $100,000 policy that was a term also, but the term ended in June, paying total of $880 a month for the two policies. And so I said, are you comfortable with that? And he was like, no, but I don't have a choice because of how bad she would be. All I did, as soon as I knew what they were paying, and I knew it was all term, is I ran a quote for a Forrester Smart UL. That's it. It was $1,030. It has to go fully underwritten, which is not our typical product, but because of his age and the amount of insurance, I didn't have a choice. Um, but I showed him at the age of 90, when his other policies are going to be gone, where he will be no longer covered with no money, no nothing. I said, if you turn this off at 90, you're getting back $84,000. If you just, he'll have cash value built up of $84,000. And so I said, you raise your budget $160 to be guaranteed insurance for the rest of your life. Or if you decide at any point in that time, and they looked at each other, like, I showed you this in your office morning, yeah. they were like, I'm over here. And he's like, yeah. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was a no brainer for him, even though they already told me I can't, we can't buy anything else until this this lake house sells. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't, let me just see what I can do. And they, it's, it's something that goes back to take, taking the time I was there for two hours, which is not normal. Um, but they were in their late seventies. So I wanted to really get comfortable with them. Um, but it's value over cost. They'll buy every time they had, he was not comfortable with 880 a month. He went up to over a thousand because he saw the value of cashing it in. If he's still alive later, or the value of it always being 175,000, where both of those would just go away and all of that money that they spent was for naught. I mean, I told a high five, I was like, you're still here, high five, you know, you're still alive. But I mean, that was because, I mean, I look at the rest, I look at the 17 and I'm like, woo! But I look at the five that I wrote and I was like, man, because my goal is eight. So I'm like, I'm short mm. because if that big policy, you know, it's fully underwritten, if it comes back rated or if he didn't get approved, then I'm, I fooled myself. But I still like looking at it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie about that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, Paris, next week, I'm fired up, guys. And, and I know we're over, but I'm looking forward to seeing my road dogs. I'm looking forward to saying, uh, Mon Frites, you know, give me some fries, you know, Merci, <laughs> Zivu Play, uh, we're gonna bring Toilet, up, Zivu Play. We're going to bring them some Paris, Texas. Bathroom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, guys, do what you have to do to get on these trips. I can't, I'm not going to spend any more time on it, but I can't express what it means to hang out in a different area with these people because you can go on vacation. I've been on several nice vacations before I came here, but it's nothing like mm -hmm. doing it with 300 of your buddies. Mm -hmm. yes, sir. Well, well said value over cost when value exceeds price, it, it price no longer matters, right? It's, I remember seeing a speaker speak one time. He had a dry erase marker in his hand that you could buy for 20 cents. And he said, I could get you to pay $100 for this. If I figured out why you would value it, uh, I could sell it to you for $100. Uh, 
and, and right there, and I want to emphasize, Marty didn't sell a thousand something dollar a month policy. He sold 160 bucks. They were already paying 880. They were already paying the 880. He showed them for 160 bucks, you get coverage through 90, which you don't currently have, and $84,000 uh, that you don't currently have coming at, at age 90. Like that was a big deal. He, sh he didn't try to sell them 1,000. He sold them 160. It's an easier sale. A lot of people uh, have a challenge in making a sale like that because they're selling out of their own pocketbook, right? They're thinking, well, I couldn't pay $1,000 a month for a life insurance policy. And I go, well, you're not 79 years old buying a life insurance policy. Quit trying to sell out of your own pocketbook and instead figure out what they need, figure out why the value is there and sell them that, right? Uh, listen to your client, slow down. Good tips. Uh, well said, everybody. Thank you, top five. Congratulations. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.